1: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: What up and welcome into a breaking news edition of the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine, on Twitter at James Erpine and at Locked On Bengals. Bengals lose yesterday 16-13. to They played hard. And they fall to 6-10 and 10 to close out the 2018 season. A quick reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the breaking news. And that's not that the Bengals are 6-10. and 10. The breaking news on this Monday morning on this New Year's Eve is Marvin Lewis is out. Um, basically from what I've heard, and I've talked to a few people down there since I've seen the news, uh, it's a mutually parting of the ways Marvin Lewis, Mike Brown, the Bengals organization realized it was time to go elsewhere. And if you're Marvin Lewis, he's scheduled to speak in about 30 minutes. Maybe we'll get some more clarity with that. Here's what I'll say, because a lot of people are going to say, hallelujah, Marvin's gone and that's fine. And, and I get it from a Bengals perspective, but I think this was the right time for Marvin. There are seven other head coaching vacancies in the NFL, including Arizona. You know where Marvin Lewis has a house? Arizona. You know where Marvin Lewis likes to golf? Arizona. You know what Marvin Lewis wants to continue to do? Be an NFL coach. Guess what is going to happen to Marvin? He's going to get interviewed, and you're going to watch those fan bases freak out when he gets brought in for head coaching interviews. So I I think that it's a good time for Marvin to do it. It's a rough time for the Bengals to do it, <laughs> to be quite honest, because there's eight head coaching vacancies, and I totally understand why they did it. I think it was time. I think it was long past time. I think it was overdue. I just think this offseason, you're talking about eight different head coaching vacancies. It uh, It's going to be tough. Um, I'll just give you some names here of coaches I think the Bengals will be interested in. Hugh Jackson, of course. They're going to have at least some interest in him. Mike Munchak, of course, they're going to have some interest with, in, in him. And if you don't know who that is, he works with the Steelers and was going to take the Arizona head coaching job last year. Couldn't because of uh, some family uh, family issues and, and family things uh, that prevented him from leaving Pittsburgh. He said he, w- he would want to stay there. So Mike Munchak is a name I'd expect to see. Vance Joseph, who got fired by Denver, I could see that being – a name on the list so there are coaches in um, a couple that have been in Cincinnati already that I would not be shocked about um, the other thing that would be quite interesting is the rumblings and I've seen this on Twitter I've seen some reports of Mike Zimmer potentially stepping down and resigning as Minnesota Vikings head coach and now I'm not saying he would and I don't think he should Um, at least from the outside looking in, of course. But if that were to happen, then you'd have to put Mike Zimmer at the top of your list if you're the Bengals. He has a home in Northern Kentucky. He loves the area. He obviously was the defensive coordinator, had a lot of success. So that would be the home run. That would be the home run hire. Everyone's looking for this new offensive mind, these new creative offensive minds. I get all of that. I totally understand. I totally get that. And while that is accurate while that is interesting um i don't think you have to necessarily go that way you know what you need to do find a really damn good football coach i think you need to find someone who's going to bring the discipline that the bengal's um f- brought in with marvin like when marvin came here and i'm not going to crap all over marvin because this team was this organization was a joke before he got here and he transformed so much, and he changed so much. And yes, did the organization keep him a couple years too long? Absolutely. But when a, a really good high-end player retires, usually they hang on a couple years too long, right? Usually they do. It didn't end well for Chad Johnson in the NFL. He didn't have a great season in New England, didn't even get make it on the team because of off-the-field issues in Miami. I don't look at him any different. I don't think that that tarnished his legacy, right? It it doesn't always end well for these players. Usually they're pushed out. Usually they're released. Jerry Rice retired after making the Denver Broncos roster as their fifth wide receiver. Does anyone mention that? Does anyone talk about that? Does anyone mention that Jerry Rice was in Seattle for a time? No, because it doesn't matter. All right, so this Marvin Lewis thing, I get it. He stayed on too long, 6-9-1 in 2016, 7-9, 6-9-1 this year. The message was stale. The message was broken, and it just it did not work. Keeping him after the 2015 playoff collapse did not work. With that said, he still deserves credit for everything he did in Cincinnati. No doubt about it. The Marvin Lewis Foundation, amazing. Um, and, and honestly, I'm glad it's happening now because I think he was staying on so long that it was really impacting him in his legacy here the way fans view him i mean those 90s teams awful uh the, the bengals got swept by the browns for the first time in the marvin lewis era this season you know why cuz marvin never fielded awful teams right i mean in, in 2008 that was his worst team and the reason it was his worst team is Carson Palmer goes down. 2010, worst team. The reason it was one of his worst teams is because, well, you couldn't contain those crazy veterans that were on the team. But the point being, outside of a couple four-win seasons, the Bengals under Marvin were always pretty competitive. Even this year, yesterday, they didn't have near the talent that the Steelers had, and yet they had a 10 nothing lead, and yet they were in the game. They had the ball down three with a minute to go. They had a shot. And so... Marvin deserves credit for that. And him, if he would have came back, the city wouldn't have responded. No one would have cared about the bank. Seriously, people would have tuned him out. And uh, and I'm in Cincinnati right now as I record this. People would have tuned them out. And I didn't want to see that happen to Marvin. After all the good he's done. I did not want to see that happen, and it was starting to happen, and you could tell it, and people were getting upset, and people were getting disgruntled and annoyed and pissed off, and here's the other thing, I and I think I mentioned this last week on one of the podcasts, I had so many people come up to me, family members, casual Bengals fans, at Christmas parties, and I've had it again since I've been in Cincinnati during this stint, like, hey, is, Mar- is he going to be back? The most casual fans, people that don't even give a damn really about football are like, I can't believe Marvin's coming back, and that to me, that there's the sign. It's just time. Sometimes it's time. And it was time. And it was time a couple years ago. The Bengals held on. Marvin held on. And now they get a clean break. And I don't think it was all Marvin when it comes to his success and lack of success over the 16 years. And that's what's interesting to me moving forward. Uh, I will talk about that next here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. But first, a word from my bookie because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I use my bookie. If you're betting on the NFL playoffs, if you're betting on the College Football National Championship or any of the bowl games going on today, you do it with My Bookie. They have in-game betting, live betting, prop bets, anything you can imagine in one spot. And to me, it's super easy to use. The payouts are simple, the process is very, very easy. And you can do it from their super easy to use mobile site. It is awesome. You can bet right from your phone with a couple taps. And right now, you're going to get up to 50% back on your first deposit. Get free money. So let's say you deposit 20 bucks. Make $10. You know how you do it? With promo code LOCKEDON25. LOCKEDON25 is going to get you up to a 50% bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is go to MyBookie online. Try it out. I use it. You should use it. You know who's gonna win. Why not make a little dough on it? Again, it's my bookie online, promo code locked on 25. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. Make sure you use promo code locked on 25. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 US-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So Marvin Lewis is out, um, but that does not mean that this is a good thing. The Bengals can downgrade here. And again, Marvin Lewis should be out. It's worth taking the risk. But the Bengals can downgrade in this scenario. And that is why I say the best scenario is Mike Zimmer, because I think Mike Zimmer is a high end NFL head coach. I do. I think he's a top 10 NFL head coach. And if for some reason he were to leave Minnesota and try to get the job, or, you know, and be open to, to coaching other jobs, this is the one that he would coach at. But I I know for a fact that Mike Brown is hard to work with. And you're like, well, duh, dude, you know that. Like, everybody knows that. But what I mean by that is there were times this year where Marvin Lewis wanted to do this for practice. Or he wanted to go here for practice. Indoor. Let's go up to the University of Cincinnati and play in their bubble. Or let's do this. Or let's do that. And Mike Brown's like, why would we do that? We can just practice here. Just little things like that. Little things like that. Um, and those get out, right? Those get out. And to me, it will be interesting. And it's not just that. Um, there are resources Marvin Lewis wanted that the, the Bengals never gave him. And that why, that is why if the Bengals are going to get this right, they need someone who is ready for it. Who's ready to do what Marvin did in 03. Take the Bengals another step. All right, Mike, we need an indoor practice facility. So let's get that done, Period. Even if it's a bubble on top of our practice field, that's what we need, period. Um, All right, Mike, we need this. All right, Mike, we need this. We need to step into the 21st century with everything we do completely. And then take it, revamp it, and make it better. They need someone with ambition. They need someone who Mike is going to believe in, who has the ambition to get them where they need to go. I'm not sure that's Hugh Jackson. I don't think, and my biggest knock on Hugh is he cared what the media said in Cleveland. I don't think he had the most talented rosters in the world, but he cared what the media said, always had to leak things. And the other thing I don't like about Hughes, is his team was undisciplined. They played hard, but they were undisciplined. I don't need that. I need discipline. Next Bengals head coach, I need discipline. I don't need 52 penalties. I don't need unraveling. I need mature players who are disciplined. Disciplined. And uh, so to me, Mike Zimmer, that would be my number one. That would be the guy Above everybody else. Obviously, Josh McDaniels and he's gonna have his options is on the list. I don't think he's gonna entertain the idea of coming to Cincinnati, but you never know. It's just it's a hell of a time to to really be needing a head coach. You wish it was last year. Because this year the Browns job is attractive. The Green Bay Packers job is attractive despite what people say. Um and Mike McCarthy might take that Browns job according to reports and you know if he gets offered it. And I think that would be a pretty good high for the Browns. And a lot of people are going to laugh and say, ah, that's, a, that's a bad hire. I'm okay with hiring a coach who's been a head coach before. I'm okay with hiring a head coach who's won before. That's fine. And I know no coaches won Super Bowls in two different cities. That's fine, too. He could be the first one to do so. But what you need to do is you need to find a high-end head coach. And I think the Bengals will have interest in Mike Munchak. I think the Bengals uh, will probably look at Vance Joseph. But do I trust... Mike Brown to get this done that's the question and the answer is no I don't you shouldn't I don't know why you would he got Marvin Lewis right I think but he also had interviewed Tom Coughlin that year who had much more success in the playoffs Marvin Lewis did a lot for this organization and and Mike Brown got it right okay he did he got it right period um but Sean McVay uh, People are going to talk about Well, well you got to find the next Sean McVay um, you-, you know what I would do though In, in all seriousness And you're going to say I'm crazy here I would call Freddie Kitchens The offensive coordinator For the Browns And try to interview him I would do that So there's a name I would give you um, But but there are a lot I wouldn't uh, bring in a lot of the fired guys, I'm not really interested in, but I think I think the the names that are certainly going to get interviews in consideration. Mike Zimmer, if it happens, and it, again, it's just rumors on Twitter. I don't think there's anything official, but that he could step down as Vikings head coach. That'd be the dream. And then, and then after that, I could see a couple guys. Mike Munchak, that's one. I could see Hugh Jackson, Vance Joseph. Adam Gase would be interesting. He uh, he apparently is going to get a lot of love in NFL circles. I'm not really interested. What What's Adam Gase bringing? You know, Ryan Tannehill. He, no, Ryan Tannehill isn't as good as Andy Dalton. But whoever comes in is probably going to get them all the next Bengals young quarterback, whoever they draft. And I've been told they're really seriously considering and looking into drafting someone. So if that's the case, I don't know. Who's it going to be? But but to me those are the guys those are the guys and I'm sure there will be more um, but those are the ones that I've heard through the grapevine over over the you know the season if something were to happen so Vance Joseph Hugh Jackson Mike Munchak and Mike Zimmer those are the four if I hear more obviously we're we're on coaching search uh, he, here's the problem though and and I hope maybe the Bengals did this were they preparing to move on from Marvin were they because if they were then they're prepared now and they're ready to go and they have a list and they're good to go. Um, most general managers have a list. What? Who's on Mike Brown's list? Is it just guys he's familiar with? Just guys he's comfortable with? And here's the other thing. Marvin Lewis wasn't fired. He stepped down. Does he step down to hopefully get a job as the head coach in Arizona with the Cardinals? Does he step down to do that? By the way, if you're the Cardinals... You could do much worse than Marvin Lewis. Your organization, your roster, pretty rough right now. So does he step down and try to get that Arizona head coaching job? I think that's his goal. That's his dream. And is part of the reason why he steps down because Mike Brown, Hugh Jackson, and Marvin Lewis have an agreement to make Hugh Jackson the next head coach. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked one bit. Hugh Jackson moves in. Maybe Vance Joseph becomes defensive coordinator. And boom, they're off. I could see it happening. It'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. But for the first time since I was 11 years old, January of 2003, the Bengals have a new head coach. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Bengals Podca- podcast. More on this as it breaks. I wasn't even prepared to do a holiday edition of this, but it's breaking news and it matters. So guess what? We're doing it. Marvin out. Bengals 6-10. and 10. They will be drafting 11th in April's draft. Thank you so much for listening. Back at it probably tomorrow, definitely Wednesday. Until then, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.